Hi, Josh. Hello. Uh, welcome back to our uh, next episode, our minisode. Minisode. Um, and this non, one's going to be uh, non-reboot related. No, non-reboot related. Um, At least I don't think so. Off the top of my head, I can't think of any. No, I don't think there's any. There. I don't think there's any nominations for for reboots. To be honest. Oh no, sorry, sorry. <gasps> Star is born. Ah. Reboot. Got it. Right in there. So we, we have got a got reboot it. tie. We've got a reboot tie. Uh, so we're going to be talking about uh, the Oscars uh, today. Also, this breaking news, which oh, go, is go, uh, go, go, go. not going to be breaking when this episode is released. They have announced the host um, for the Oscars. Have they got a host? Oh, uh, they've got a variety of hosts. Okay, including uh, Jennifer Lopez, Meh, Tina Fey, Meh, Daniel Craig. Oh, yes. Mm. You've also got in the mix Constance Wu, Tessa Thompson, uh, Charlize Theron, uh, Amanda Stenberg, Maya Rudolph, Amy Poehler, Brie Larson, Whoopi Goldberg, Chris Evans, which I'm assuming is uh, Captain America Chris Evans and not radio DJ Chris Evans. Uh, definitely not radio DJ Chris Evans. And Arcafina. Oh, there you go. They're, they're hot off the press and not hot off the press this time next week. Uh, there you are, Oscar. Presenters. That's incredible. That's a pretty good. Line it's good scoop, that isn't it? Yeah. I was I was just googling Oscars to find the Oscars list because spoilers. This is a, an episode about the Oscars. It is. It really is. Um, <laughs> and we are terrible. Uh, film film critics. Would you call us film critics? No, I don't think we're film critics. No, not film critics. Uh, film fans. Film fans. Uh, we are bad film fans because we've not watched all of the. Uh, Oscar-nominated Best Picture Films. We've still got time. We have got time. We've got a little while. Uh, the Oscars is on the 24th of February. It's normally on a stupid o'clock here in England. You should be listening to this a week before the Oscars. Yeah, listen to it pre-Oscars. So this, is, this is for the buzz. It's for the buzz. The Oscar buzz. Yeah. Um, now, uh, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight Best Picture nominees. It is indeed. Uh, and between us, I think we've seen half of them. Yeah, which Should is we get right jolly. into it, Josh. Do we need to say that we're the rebooters and we? Uh... Uh, we're the rebooters. We didn't actually do that on the last, <laughs> the main episode. I think people people know people yeah. know us now. Our, our name. Precedes I mean, if you, come in, if you come into the if you come into the page and you don't know who we are, then shame uh, on you. And thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks <laughs> for Shame on you. Uh, we we normally tackle uh, movie reboots, uh, but today we are covering the Oscars. Yeah, because obviously it's a hot topic, and these minisodes Ooh, don't really need to be tied to anything. No. Nah. It's, to do with uh, it's usually got a loose feel. We've been enjoying some chocolate liveness. Can I have another one? Yeah, you can. Yeah, please don't eat it directly into the microphone, Josh. No. Uh, but I won't gonna... do. <laughs> We've nearly gone through an entire pack of these chocolate liveness. So, Oscar wise, uh, what films have we watched? Uh, let's start with the film that came out the longest ago Black Panther. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Josh, for confirming that you have watched uh, Black Panther. Uh, it wasn't great. No, it wasn't great. I understand why it's nominated. I have a question. Um, there were rumours like a few months back that they were having this... I can't remember what the exact word for it was, but it was like a best blockbuster category. And everyone thought that category was going to be for films like Black Panther or Mission Impossible Fallout that had been... Yeah, or Avengers that had been quite critically well received, uh, but clearly not 
the kind of films that the Oscars would usually. Yeah, it was like a cover. it was like a fanfare or award. Yeah. Now was that just Don't think going ahead? Yeah. I, I thought it wasn't purely because of um, Black Panther being in the in the mix for it. Yeah, no, I think I think it was an idea at the start, but they just they just they, I think it just crippled. Yeah, I think it just they forgot about it. Strange. It was uh, kind yeah. of upsetting actually because you know films like that should be. I feel like they should be celebrated. Yeah, yeah. Too right. They bring in a lot of money and they're never acknowledged. Yeah, I mean, Black Panther. Mission Impossible Fallout was an incredible film. Yes, it was an incredible film. Mission Impossible Fallout was probably my best film of last year. Uh, it's, it's in like my top three action yeah, films of all time three. as well along, all time yeah I think so all time along with Mad Max Fury Road oh yeah it's I, up think, there. I think they're right up there I prefer Rogue Nation I, lo- I love Rogue Nation we've talked about this before Rogue Nation's good Ghost Pro really good um, <laughs> oh Ghost Pro and Rogue Nation <laughs> uh, you're like not even saying the whole thing you're just you're so comfortable I know because cause they're like my best friends Josh okay uh, Black Panther is yeah, it's pretty good, uh, and I think that's all we need to say about it. It's not pretty good. <laughs> it's fine. It's not. It's all right. It's fine. It's fine, but it's it's just a it's a political statement, which I totally agree with. Yeah, but uh, these uh, I like mean, best picture. No, yeah, I don't think it was one of the best pictures no. come out last year. I've I've not been as good over this last year of watching the critically acclaimed films as I usually try to be. So there were quite a few films uh, like uh, You Were Never Really Here, First yeah. Reformed, that I've not had a chance to check out yet, that yeah, are definitely on my list. And I feel like once I've watched those, I can have a more whole opinion um, of uh, 2018 as a whole for film. Yeah, I didn't really watch a lot from last year. I think it's because I was, I was busy around the time that it was on. You're a busy boy. Um, but I think this year I'll... Oh, well, I, watched, I watched the Oscars last year. Yeah, I always try and watch that many it. films. That's the thing. Yeah, so I didn't really, I didn't really have an opinion on it. I tried to not have an opinion on it because obviously I hadn't seen them. Mm. So I think. Just, uh, oh, go on, Josh. No, go. On. I was going to say move on to the next film, but so go on. No, yeah, it's just because I was saying like I, I just kind of reserved my my opinion because it would it would have just been basically a guessing game. Yeah, like it would. I'd have been telling people, "Oh, it's not going to win." But it's yeah. like, have you seen it? No. So uh, next up, uh, so I'm going to do this alphabetically. Um, and we're not going to cover all the categories. We're only going to cover pretty much Best Picture. Yeah, and I mean, any we other can, films of note. I think we can talk about it. Maybe I think we'll talk about the other ones after it's happened. Yeah, absolutely. So I think Best Picture is the biggest one. And, and, yeah, and like obviously it's the one that I'm only be go- I'll be only going to see like Best Picture, the Best Picture ones because yeah. they're actually out at the moment. So uh, you're getting a, a phone call from uh, the Hawk. Let's <sighs> work. Okay. Just pause it. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Josh had a phone call from the Hawk. The Hawk. He's getting a shout out on the podcast now. He's not. He's not actually listened to it yet, so I hope he does now. He sounds like a like a member of the A team. A member of the, oh, like his, his nickname. Yeah, like the yeah. Hawk. I, did, I can imagine him being face of the A team. He's mm. like kind of. He's got like kind of banner about him. So um, I I can't remember what we last discussing, but I think it was uh, the Oscars. Yes. <laughs> uh, so next on the list after Black Panther, uh, we're going to do it alphabetically. Is Black Klansman. Yes. Um, now this is a film I've not seen, but I've heard a lot of buzz about. It's amazing. Have you watched it? I watched it. Oh, you've seen quite a few of these, then, Josh. Well I have, done, yeah. mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Black Klansman, Spike Lee. Yep. Uh, Adam Driver's in there. Uh, it's got a good cast from from what I know. It's got an incredible cast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a really good film. Actually, it's quite poignant. It's yeah. very. Um, it's very, you know, it's very of the times. 
I know, Josh. It's got a good point. <laughs> um, is it a comedy? It looked quite funny from the trailers. Yeah, yeah, no. I think uh, from the trailer, it probably, I think it, I think it gave away too many of the funny bits from it. I think right, it okay. was. I think once you'd see them in the trailer and you were obviously watching the film, you realised that you'd already seen all the funny bits and it was kind of, I think it was more hard hitting than anything. Like, I think it was quite played yeah. straight down the middle. Right, okay. Straight to you. It's like, you know, you la- you laughed at the funny bits again, but I think it's to, to kind of alleviate the kind of, you know, the Yeah, really I think I heard there were, like, there were like some really bad moments in it. Yeah, it's pretty, um, it's pretty rough. It's like pretty, pretty brutal. Now, Spike Lee has garnered himself quite the bad reputation following a film that we will eventually be talking about, Old Boy. Yeah. Uh, so, it's interesting to know. This must be like, he must be doing a one for you, one for me. <laughs> so, he gave the studio what they wanted with Old Boy, and this is like more of a passion project. So Yeah, basically, yeah. So, yeah, fair play to him. Yeah. It was, it was a really good film. I, I would recommend seeing it. And uh, I think it's I think it's got a good, it's got a fairly good chance at the best pitch now. I think it could be the underdog. Interesting. You know, it could it could sneak up in there and take the prize. Yeah. I think, because it's really, really good. Well, I will say the next film, I don't think, has a Cat in Hell's chance of cool. winning it, because next up we've got Bohemian Rhapsody. What do you mean it's not got Cat in Hell's chance? I love Bohemian Rhapsody, Yeah, but I don't know how aware you are of the controversies going on behind the scenes of Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's but fair enough. I think it's going to be avoided like the plague. Yeah, I would, I'd probably agree, actually. If you, Yeah, you've got probably a good point, because it's all political, really, isn't it? Yeah. So. Yeah. It is political. I mean, it deserves. I think it's probably up there as one of the one of the best films of last year. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I I've really enjoyed it, and I think I'm going to like it on rewatches. Yeah, but I've seen. It I now. do understand that a I'm in the sort of minority amongst people who are into films in the fact that they're trying to well, trying to is the wrong way to put it. But boycotting this film is something that's going on at the moment because of sort of the horrific things that have gone on behind the scenes. Yeah. Which I mean, we won't we won't dwell on that too much. I, I thought it was a fun film. I thought Rami Malek was uh, really good as Freddy. Um, well, the problem the problem's not with the film though. It's, no, it's, with, it's the with the director. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't there. That's the point. No, the, the 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 final product that you see is not Brian Singer's. No, it's baby so faces. I, that's what I mean. I have no problem with watching it and applauding it because he did not direct it. Hmm. He's got the he's got the credit and you know, he he's got, got the, the money. Credit. You know, forty million is going to run off it. It's disgusting. Yeah, he didn't turn up for a day of work, and he's going to get forty million for it. And and, and that's fair enough. Like, it's it's another it's a completely different story. But the film deserves, you know, what what it what it's getting because it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think I think all credit to Dexter Fletcher because I think is I Baby think he's face. I think his styles all over it. Yeah, I can see that, and he's doing uh, Rocket Man now, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Uh, the Elton John biopic. So. We'll stay tuned for that one, and we can probably see more of his flair in that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but well, I know that it's just—it just shows that out of a rubbish situation, yeah, you get you know you get your you 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 applaud it really. Was it yeah. applaud it? Is that a good word? Yeah, applaud it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's like you know he's done a good job and he's been mm-hmm. rewarded for it. So because he kind of could have, they could have just like said, oh yeah, you just you just did the job for us, mate. It's fine. Mm. Obviously, they've 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 noticed that he's done. He stepped up and you know done the right thing so yeah but anyway let's swerve let's swerve that talk now let's not bring the tone down too much let's keep it light Josh bloody brain uh, yes uh, next up uh, we have a film that I have watched and can now talk about The Favourite yeah um, now I uh, really enjoyed it it was something I mentioned on the last episode last week um, but The Favourite was a film I was excited about excited might be the wrong word um, 
expecting that I'd enjoy. Like, I love Yorgos Lathimos. Yeah. I think he's... A, I don't know how good of a director you think he is, but I, I really enjoyed The I've Lobster. I've not really seen anything from him, to be honest. Uh, the Lobster's excellent. Um, and I knew he was going to bring some weirdness to it. This is the first film, as far as I know, that he hadn't written himself. He wrote The Lobster and he wrote uh, Cure for Wellness. I think you see the one. Is it Cure for oh, Wellness? Okay. Not Cure Possibly. for Wellness. I think Cure for Wellness is the one that the guy who did Pirates of the Caribbean did. Um, okay. what's, oh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. That's what it's called. The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Um, he uh, directed that and wrote that as well. And so I kind of knew what to expect going into it. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of his like key players are in it. So Olivia Coleman um, is in The Lobster. Um, you've got Nicholas Holt, who kind of is in that same ilk, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's <clears throat> as a historical, in inverted commas, historical drama, it just takes so many risks and is done in s- such a sort of unique way that it takes any of that sort of boringness that you typically associate with uh, historical dramas completely away. Yeah, especially with one of a uh, period. Uh, kings and queens. Yeah, exactly. And obviously, Queen uh, Queen Anne, I think she's called, um, is not really a queen that's particularly well known. And a lot of this stuff did happen to her, so she did lose a lot of her children. This isn't really spoilers because it's literally history. It's just, <laughs> just, just how it is. Yeah, she did lose a lot of her children. Um, the stuff that went on with uh, Sarah Churchill, who is um, Winston Churchill's like great great grandmother. Oh, okay. Fun fact. Um, I didn't know that. Um, kind of did happen. The other stuff, but so in the film, Olivia Coleman um, has like relationships with Rachel Weisz's character, Sarah Churchill, and Emma Stone's character. Um, and I don't know how <laughs> I don't know quite how true that stuff is, but I don't know. Emma Stone's great in it. She uh, she's she's really good. She really surprised me. She's the biggest surprise out of it, I would say. Really. Yeah, I think she's a great actress. I, don't I think I'll... she's great, but I've not seen her in a role like that before. Oh, really? uh, she did it really well. Okay. Yeah, Mark Gattis is in it as well. Yeah, yeah. I like Mark. Um, Good old Mark. Eh? So I don't know how it's going to play at the Oscars. I've got a feeling Yorgos might get the best director. Nod. Yeah, I would imagine so. I think, but not get best picture. Not Brian Singer. <laughs> not Brian. <laughs> Brian Singer's not even up for best director. Good job. Um, um, but yeah, I, I think you're probably right. It would probably go in the best director category. Yeah, maybe not. I think it might be a little bit too weird for the um, for the best picture. But I mean, I'm, I'm seeing it tomorrow. So um, yeah, let me know what you think because I'm interested yeah. in knowing what you think about that one. Yeah, it'd be a different one for me because I've never actually seen anything from it. I didn't see the lobster. I'd watch lobster. I think you'd really like the lobster because it's weird as hell. Yeah. Uh, next up is Green Book, which neither of us have seen, but has been nominated no, for literally all the awards. Seen it tomorrow. Josh is going to see it tomorrow. Um, I've heard very mixed things about it from sort of critics that I follow. Uh, a lot of people have said it's quite boring. It's quite, I think, offensive is one of the words that I've heard offensive. to describe it. Just in the way that it plays with the the sort of the race story and stuff, it's it's a bit of a weird one from, okay. from what I've heard. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know what you'll make of it. It might it might be it might be great, and I might have been told the wrong stuff about it. it might just I don't be know. Hollow, just, I think the thing is the problem is now. I think I've heard of a lot of people that it's kind of a. It's one of those baity films. Yeah, I think, I think I Oscar bait is a great way to. I don't think I'll be able to get that out of my head now. Yeah, so I think I might be a bit prejudging it before I go in. I'd be very surprised if that one. I think it's. I think it's too much of the obvious pick. So I don't yeah. actually think it's going to get picked for it. Yeah, true. Um, 
Roma is another one that's up for it. This is yeah, like, and that's on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's the first Netflix produced film that's to be up for an Oscar. Yeah, so um, Derek Sabal from the car runs. Yeah, who I love, but um, a I'm not a huge fan of black and white films. B I'm not a huge fan of uh, subtitled foreign language films. Oh really? Yeah, I, I mean some of them I can really get behind, but it's just not. I think because you have to pay so much attention to it, and normally yeah. I don't have that time to like divert two hours worth of attention to something that's like on Netflix. That's a fair point. I just I think that's the I think that's the kind of thing that I like though. I like um I like foreign language subtitle films because I think I, I I can't I can't not focus on a film when it when it's on because mm. if I've not seen it, I wanna I want to analyze it, I wanna see it, I wanna make a judgment instead of just like kind of half you know, half ass watching it and you know Oh yeah, it was alright. It's fine. Like I didn't actually know what happened, but it's yeah. fine but yeah, I do. I do like Pan's Labyrinth, and you know. yeah, I love Pan's Labyrinth. But Pan's Labyrinth is likely a bit of an exception to that. Yeah. Um, and I also like this is a weird um, comparison to draw, but I like Narcos, the program on Netflix. Oh yeah, which is mainly um, in sort of uh, Spanish. Are you alright, Josh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Josh I'm just, just like at, I'm just looking at the time. Josh got really quiet and like leaned over, and I got slightly concerned. Um, like this. Yeah, it was a little bit creepy. I'm not it's gonna creepy, lie. Yeah. Uh, what is also creepy which I want to talk about on the podcast because hopefully I'll have a resolution for this next time we record I've got like a weird greasy slime which uh, Josh is calling the uh, the greasy strangler the greasy strangler greasy strangler's been in your room just running around dripping down my, my the wall in my bedroom I'm with a babadook <laughs> Jesus Christ mate don't be saying that that's a great film man. it's yeah. so amazing um, so yeah that that is uh that's just just scary. I'm going to see it in a minute. Oh, yeah, I want Josh to see it. We, we might end up putting that on our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> this is the slime on the wall. Welcome the to Instagram. We are the reviewers. So yeah, Ro- Roma, uh, neither of us have watched. I think I probably will watch it, to be honest. We I'd... should have a little viewing night of that, shouldn't we? Oh, we should have a little viewing night. As soon as that's Netflix. Yeah. Um, so that that's, that is one, and I've heard amazing things about that film. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. I've heard really good things, so that'll What's be one the next to check one? out. Uh, Star is Born? Nah, Star is Born. Skip that one then. <laughs> um, no, uh, <laughs> Star is right. Born. The, the only thing I wanted to mention about Star is Born is that I feel like they've really... Uh, they've done Bradley Cooper bad. They've done him a disservice because they've not nominated him for Best Director but have nominated him for Best Actor. And I feel like there's some like politics at play there. I feel yeah, like slightly bit, unfair a little bit dodgy to that. him. Yeah, but again, it depends on what the kind of what who's been directed who's been put up for best director because obviously they've got to it's a pool of other things like yeah. obviously he's, he's up against he's up against actors for the for the nomination he might have been better than them but yeah again he might not have been better in the mm. directing category yeah uh, but well, it's weird that isn't it That's it is strange. it is odd neither of us have watched that one we will be watching it because we will cover it on uh, our main I feed. think we should have covered that earlier but probably <laughs> but it'll, but, it'll come around it'll come around it'll happen um yeah, I, I don't really know what to say about that one. I've heard good things about it. I've heard it's quite uh, magical. Like, I don't know, Josh is just shrugging. So let's move on to the final it's film. The kind of, it's, it's one of them, though. It's like run of the mill. It's quite soppy. It's quite... Zero to hero story. Yeah. 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 Um, and the last one is Vice, which, Josh, I'll, I'll take it over to you. I have, yes. I saw that um, on Friday night, I believe. Somewhere, somewhere last week, I think um, it, was, it was really, really good. I think, I think the, I mean, I heard a lot of people talk about it, and I think they said that um, it's not as good as The Big Short, 
which I would disagree with. I like the Big Short. Yeah, I really like the Big Short, but I th- I prefer Device. I think because of the because of the acting and the the kind of the topic of it. I think the topic. I mean, if you don't know anything about it, it's absolutely unbelievable. Like I swear, like I swear, to God, Dick Cheney is possibly the worst guy on this earth right now. Wow. It's it's terrible. A like, bold claim considering the state of our world at the moment. <laughs> yeah, no, but honestly, like the stuff that led up to what is going on now is kind of from him. How is Fat Bale? Fat Bale is incredible. Yeah. Bale in anything is incredible. Nice and chubby? Yeah. He's he's just a, he's just it's just a masterclass of acting. Amy how Adams. long yeah, how long do you reckon Christian Bale's got left on this earth? <laughs> Before he gets like diabetes and just that sinks man into the has floor. Put his body through some serious trauma. Yeah. I mean the biggest one was uh, he was in the machinist, uh, the, ma- the, the 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 machinist, machinist yeah. in two thousand four, and, and then, then he was in the year later he was Batman in Batman Begins, like and Batman Begins, I think is like the biggest he is as Batman. Do you know what I mean? He's absolutely. I know it's Dark Knight is. Well, oh, was it? Did yeah. He put on weight for that. Oh my god. He's put he, he put on a I think like four more kilograms or something. <laughs> but the thing is, like Batman, um, the Dark Knight Rises, he went down again. So I think the, yeah. the Dark Knight was the highest he's. And ever then been. he was re- he was quite skinny in. Um, Big shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He went down again. But the, the, the one who's mostly skinny is uh, the fighter. The fighter, yeah. That was, like, looks, two, that was like two years after Dark fight. Knight. Yeah. He is. Yeah, he's crazy. He's crazy. Because Tom Hanks has got uh, diabetes now. Has he? Yeah, because oh. the amount of times he went forward and backward with his weight, especially for like Castaway, and then he, mm. you know, he did all like that, the terminal, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. around the same time. And he's just, he's got diabetes now because of it. Sad. Crazy. Christian Bale um, put on all the weight by eating a load of pies, which I thought was quite funny. He ate ice cream and cheeseburgers for the Dark Knight. And I'm pretty sure there was some substance in the, uh, substances used. Okay. Surely. <laughs> there must might be. be. Christian Bale, if you're listening, please don't see us for slander. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, come on. It's, it, um, it ale- let's, just, let's just clarify that by allegedly. And that... So that's, that's a bit better. Yeah, that protects our backs. Yeah. Um, so that's that's all the best picture noms. What do you think is going to be in it, Josh? Um, I think it will probably be Vice. Do you think it will be Vice? Yeah. That's really surprising. That's quite a hot take, Josh. I think it will be Vice. Wow. And do you think that the Academy will be behind Vice? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I, I think... Mm, I can rule out Black Panther. It's definitely not going to be Black Panther. Because it's poor. Uh, I poor don't th- Panther it should be. I don't think it'll be Black Klansman. It won't be Bohemian Rhapsody. It probably won't be the favourite. I don't want it to be Green Book, but I've got a feeling it might be Green Book. No, I don't think they'll go for it. I would really like it to be Roma, I think. Just out of all those, I think Alfonso Cuaron deserves it. I don't know if he's ever got an Oscar before. Uh, think I has. think he might have done, yeah. I think he probably has done. Mm. I mean, was Children of Men... No, it wasn't. That was no. good. Okay. But yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, I, th- I don't know. I want. I think it could be Roma. That's my. That's my take on yeah, it. Yeah, but it's a good choice. I just. Th- I just think. I just think it's going to be Vice. I think it's going to be the. It's kind of the middle one. It's kind of the easy choice, but deserves yeah. it in a way. Uh, other films, I guess, to mention in the list, just from other categories, um, you've got Melissa McCarthy for "Can You Ever Forgive Me." Mm-hmm. Which I'm hearing quite good things about. I've heard some pretty good things. You've about also that. got uh, Richard uh, Richard E. Grant. Have you? Do you follow him on Twitter? Yeah. Do you not think he's got the best Twitter feed in the it's world? Funny, isn't it? It's ridiculous. Who has taught him to tweet? Every tweet he posts at the moment is like 
a screenshot of a conversation he's had at the top left, and then three of the same pictures of his face next to it. <laughs> it's absolutely bizarre. It's because he's just he's like the troll. Yeah, it very much is a a real troll account. Um, but run by him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Apart from that, uh, we've got our boy uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. For best animated film, that's going to win. Do you reckon it's going to win? Yeah. Easy. It, it'll be one of the first years. Uh, What's up against it? What for best animated feature? Uh huh. Incredibles two. Yeah. Isle of Dogs. Mm, possibly. Uh, Mirai, which I've not seen. No, I've not seen that. Ralph breaks the internet. Uh, yeah. And Spider Man. I think Spider Man will win it. Interesting. For the for the for sole purpose of like how much work went into it. Yeah. Thing, but I I I love Dogs as well. Like a lot of work went into that as mm, well. That's it. I don't know. I'd I'd like it to be Spider Man. I think Spider Man probably deserves it the most. I think that's probably. Yeah, the, the the one that deserves it the most. I think it's the one that's probably the most thought out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like preempted. Like they thought of everything when they did that. Yeah. Uh, I like to mention best costume design mm. because I feel like it's something that's not mentioned often when people talk about Oscars. Yeah, but that's true. Costume is something that uh, makes or breaks a film. Yeah. Uh, now up for best costume design is Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I've not, not seen watched, that, which no. is the Coen Brothers one. Yeah. Black Panther. Really? Really. Uh, uh, the favourite, which I would like the favourite to win. Mary Queen of Scots, which I think is quite similar to the favourite. I think that might win, you know. And uh, Mary Poppins Returns. Possibly. Yeah. Um, I think maybe Mary Queen of Scots will probably win that. Fair. I want to see that, actually. That's another one that I want to see. Mary Queen of Scots. Yeah. My girlfriend's going to watch that. She really mm. likes David Tennant, so it's got David Tennant. Yeah, my, uh, my girlfriend wants to see a lot of them mm. as well, so... And in best visual effects, because this has got a few uh, random ones, which is why I want to... I'm just going to say it straight away, it's got to be Avengers. Avengers is on there. Christopher Robin, which is a weird one, because the special effects, the visual effects didn't look that good on Christopher Robin. I think they are quite good, though, actually. Like, the way they blend into the real world, I think they've actually captured quite a good look for it. Like, I think it looks like actual teddy bears, Mm. which is hard to do. It's got, like, all the, you know, textures on them and stuff. First man. Yeah, that's another one because that's a lot of models that you wouldn't actually think that. And it would first be. man, I'm surprised is not up for any of the big players. Yeah, it's weird. It's a really weird one. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, and plus, I just want to drop it in there. If anyone's looking to watch first man very early on, yeah, uh, Ritukan TV has got it coming on on like the 16th of February or the 14th of February, something like that. So you, you can actually just rent. It. I think you can rent it on there. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna is, it, is it not out in the UK? Has it been out in the UK? Yeah, it's been out in the UK. It wasn't on for that long of a time, no. I don't think. But um, it, yeah, it's on Rictucan TV. I have heard of that. I've never used the service before. No, I just spotted the trailer for it the other day and I thought I could watch it before the Oscars come on, but it's cool. uh, it's quite early for it to come out there. Yeah, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody's on at like the 24th, I think, or wow. February, something like that. Uh, and crazy. the last two in that best visual effects category, you've got Ready Player One. And Solo. Yeah, Ready Player One is one of those things where I don't think the whole film's got great CGI, but the Shining scene... I've heard... I've not watched Ready Player One, but I've heard that the Shining scene is the one to to watch. Yeah. Interesting. It's it's, it's unreal. It's It's funny that, considering Spielberg and um, uh, Thingy's Kubrick's relationship. Yeah, Yeah, that's weird. It's quite an interesting one. But it's funny, because you watch the film and you think that they literally took... A, like the scene from the film it's really? like they just took the still of the film and then animated in it it's so weird so strange yeah it's really good though I think they I, that's what I mean I think it's probably got not got a chance because the whole no. film kind of on a whole is not great it doesn't look fantastic yeah. Um, 
I am kind of upset. I mean, I know that this doesn't really affect us being in the UK, um, but they are not showing on the American um, showing of the Oscars a lot of the smaller um, nominations. Yeah, they're gonna like. I think they're doing it like. What is it this year? They're gonna do it not not. They're not gonna do it live, are they? They're gonna, I think they're doing they're, it live, but they're not showing any of like, the below. The I don't actually ones. think it's live. I think I think they film it and then delay it. I think right. they delay the show so that we only see certain parts of it. Like, I think they speed up all the... I think... Because basically when you watch, like... Um, it's a bit different. Like, if you watch, like, a football game or something, that's all live, and they spin they spin back and play replays, like, instantly. Yeah. But I think with the Oscars, they might be doing the same thing, but actually withholding the live stream mm. and then editing it on the fly so that you only see certain bits right. of it. Like, they cut it all down into, like, here's the nominee. Yeah. Like, that's it. It's done. Well, I know that they're doing, like... They're doing... Showing adverts instead of showing the best in a photography one, and that kind of thing, which That's is weird. It is weird. It's like they're trying to kill it, like almost. Yeah, like they're well, they want to show it, but they're killing it at the same I time. I think a it's got quite struggling ratings. I don't think as yeah. many people watch it as they used to in the past. Um, and B, they've focused a lot more on the other stuff. Josh just hit his head on the microphone. It's quite I funny. Hit my nose on it. Um, they're showing like these. You know, like the little montages and skits and all that kind of stuff at the beginning. And considering the amount of people who are now hosting it or presenting the Oscars, they're probably going to divert a lot of time to that instead of, you know. Yeah. I think the, the problem that they've got is they need to make it interesting again. And I think the way they do that is maybe have like, I don't know, maybe have like um, people coming up discussing their film or something, like have interviews and like. Behind the scenes videos and things like that. Well, I guess that happens on the night, but they're not going to show that on TV. Yeah, no, I think they just need to cut all that fat. If they trim all the skits and the montages and all that kind of thing and just focus on the awards and the achievements, I'd much rather see the the films that are nominated for Best Cinematography that I might not have watched before than, like, I don't know, Andy Samberg running around town. Yeah, true. Do you know what I mean? It's a fair point. Yeah. Um, But we will... uh, we're planning on doing uh, a sweepstakes between me and Josh, so we're we're both going to pick out our our winners, our winners um, on a spreadsheet, on a spreadsheet, and we will keep you updated on our Twitter feed uh, at the Rebooters as to who uh, has what category and what nomination, all that jazz. Yeah, we'll stick a we'll stick some photos up of people of of each of our dis- like decisions on yeah. the spreadsheet, and then you can obviously critique yeah what you think is absolute. Nonsense. Rubbish and uh, what's what's right. So um, and then yeah, we'll we'll see who's the winner at the end. But yeah. I think um, I can't remember what day it's on. What what day is the Oscars on? Like twenty. It's the twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. Right, yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll do it before then. Yeah. Um, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll do like a updated Minnesota afterwards. And yeah, and in the meantime, it. we're both going to try and watch as many of the films as we can do. Yeah, I'm going to go see another two tomorrow, and then I've got another two days off. After I'm that, definitely so. going to be seeing Vice. We'll probably watch Roma at some point. Yeah. Green Book, I'm probably going to give a mess because it looks really boring. Sorry, Josh. Well, I can take it on that. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the hit. You take I kind of wanted to see it anyway, just to see what it was like. Yeah. Um, but I think as well, yeah, I want to see Mary Queen of Scots. And I can't remember what was, what was in the best picture category. Though. You've seen most of them now. So Ro- Roma's the other one. And A Star is Born. Yeah, I need to see A Star is Born. If it's still in the cinema, I might go see that. Yeah. Actually. So I, I know this wasn't a very informed uh, minisode on the films, but I feel like we. We gave our thoughts. We gave our opinions. Yep. Um, overall, I will say it's quite an underwhelming year. I think for the Oscars, I don't yeah, think there's any like real. They, they do have that now and again. Though, don't you? you get like that kind of? You kind of get that boring year, like. Phew. Yeah. It's a little bit like meh. Yeah. Very meh. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, uh, do you want to do? Do you want to plug anything? Do you want to say anything, Josh? Not really. No, just uh, check out our Twitter and our Instagram and our Facebook and our everything. That was uh, so enthusiastic, Josh. Can feel the excitement. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to go and check out the uh, greasy stain? Yeah, I do want to check out the greasy stain. Okay. I'm quite intrigued. But, but yeah, um, check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook and uh, keep up to date with us. Yeah, uh, we're gonna yeah we're gonna upload that um that uh, sweepstakes. sweepstakes soon and uh, yeah just uh, look out for the next one which is uh, we're point break. To, yeah point break so that'll be on the next week. Pow pow. And uh, yeah just uh, stay Johnny safe. Utah. Stay safe, guys. Yeah, I think that's the the message we wanted to uh, say at the end of this episode. Uh, stay safe. Yeah. Goodbye.